0: Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The divisional series have begun. Bullpens getting a lot of use early. Let's talk all about it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. We continue our coverage of the postseason. If you're enjoying this, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. That helps a lot. Or subscribe on whatever podcast app you're using. That also helps. My name's Jimmy. We got Jake here, Trevor Plouffe, BBD Producing. It's brought to you by SeatGeek. Code JohnBoyPostseason gets you 10% off. If you want to go to one of these games or a game of any other sport or a game of any, or like entertainment of any kind, head to the SeatGeek app. Or the website. Use code postseason Gets you 10% off. Doesn't matter if you've used a code of ours or not. This will work for you. Jake, nice speckly uh, hoodie. I like that. You look great.
1: Thank you, James. Trevor Davis. Yeah, this is a a 50-50 shirt. Uh, I'll catch myself sometimes. And, like, it catches the arms right. And everything else blends in. And I'm like, okay. Little little Poppy is in playoff mode Uh, And then a couple wide shots uh, On our live streams Which we're doing for all these playoff games I turn into a speckly blob a little bit A little chunky chameleon But uh, that's Vegas, baby Uh, How about it? Uh, Jim, I I know you were on it And uh, I I think some people Wondering where you're you're drawing the line Between facetious and to see fish But uh, Like the (laughs) playoffs started today like the crowds were rowdy. Uh, the- I was
0: going to say that in my opening, but I didn't want to annoy people too much. But I mean, after one night, the wild card round means absolutely way less. Like that, what? Those are not the playoffs. This was the playoffs. From as soon as like you went Baltimore to then Altuve hitting home run and first mm. pitch, it was like, fuck, this is way different. This is a different thing than whatever that was a couple of days ago. You right, Friday. Trev? I don't understand what you
2: guys are talking about. There definitely was playoffs already played. Like playing games to get to the playoffs. Literally, yes, but it's different. Okay, okay. Uh, Jake, uh, you look like a speckly blob. That was a pretty good one. I look like Ken Griffey Jr. That's why (laughs) I'm wearing my hat backwards. Ken, by the way, is just all over the place. I'm actually looking at an ad on MLB.com. He's right there. Uh, he's doing commercials, I believe, with Jim Joyce.
1: Mm.
2: The, the umpire commercial. Jim is Joyce. that Jim
1: Joyce? The dream team. Griffey and Pretty Joyce. Pretty sure it was.
2: He threw Ken Griffey's wife out. I like that. So that was fun. Um, I don't agree with the playoffs started today, but I'm willing to hear you out a little more as the show goes on. Um, <clears throat> cra- kind of crazy games today. We're recording this before the Dodgers-Diamondbacks game is over. It's what it's in the fifth inning right now. Nine. Zip, uh, So we decided to go a little bit early, but um, definitely some things happened today that you're like, yep, that's about standard. Like Jose Altuve homering on the first pitch in Houston, and I just knew that was going to happen. Uh, I
0: don't know. I'm excited to talk ball. I watched it all day long, and this is the culmination of it. Yeah, I was bummed that I couldn't like hone in on each game solo because they were over they were overlapping uh the Dodgers game was the first one I was like all right this is we've three games I wish I could have watched every pitch of all three and like really like tuned in but I was bouncing back and forth Dodgers game starts here we go I'm gonna watch this one and I was like okay guys you want to let's let's record while it's happening is this the last day of the four games now it or could happen again I think Wednesday it can happen again I believe
2: could happen again Wednesday but tomorrow's two games, Monday's two games. I agree. It makes it much easier to focus when you're not like overlapping.
0: Yeah, it's a little tough to do these reviews. I know Jake's got the burns, which will pop some memories into our skulls. But like that Texas Baltimore game feels like a lot of baseball ago. Was that even the playoffs? I mean, the playoffs start. Dude, that was the playoffs. That that was the playoffs. And it was. Let's get into it. Jake, want to burn that one?
1: Yes, sir. Hold oh, no. on. Woo, doggy! Stop the music, BBD. I don't have it up. I was not ready to burn. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, especially with uh with that game having the rain delay that ble- made it bleed over even more. Uh, hard with over just some air while Jake pulls up, pulls up, the burns. Yes. found it. Found it. A rain delay to start the ALDS game one, but Baltimore would hope to hit the sprinklers as the baby birds would try to take down the Texas Rangers, but they'd sick the dog on them. Heen Dog on the bump versus Kyle, who was being so braddish early on. It's Wheezy F baby, Mr. Carter. Hey, hi, how you darn? Evan with the RBI double. His name is Jonah. Heim with the RBI. It's 2 0 Rangers. But that castle would be halfway mounted as Ryan cuts the lead in half. It's 2 to 1. But like an LSU win, play neck. Old thick neck. Josh Young homer. But pardon my French, Anthony Santander. It's 3 2 after 6. Would the Rangers pen hold? How's your double play by Young? Caught stealing by Heim. And how about them Rangers? Heaney to Dunning to Smith to Spores to Chapman to LeClerc. Texas takes game one, three, two final.
0: This game felt like it was going to explode with runs at any time. And it just never did. And then it, it felt like uh, Orioles' comeback was coming. Uh, they had runners on to before they recorded an out in the 7th, 8th, and ninth, I think, and weren't able to push any across. Uh, but the biggest talking point, and I don't even know if this is the biggest talking point, like, the online discourse right now, but both these managers went to the pen so early. So early.
2: I like, think that was Texas. Texas's game plan was he and dog for a few.
0: Yeah. Cause they had donning and, and I yeah. get that. Oh, what were the Orioles doing? I know they love their bullpen, but it's a five game set and you got two in a row. I felt like the Orioles just looked like a jittery, like from management to, you know, Henderson getting thrown out at the end, just like, all right, scrape those playoff jitters out, come back tomorrow. And let's be a little more like, fine-tuned or a little more like you know good because I, I thought they just kind of were jittery okay
2: i mean bradish bradish looked really uh like really good out there really like good his stuff his stuff was really really sharp i mean they bring in cologne um and he gets the job done 84 pitches
0: by bradish there um and he can go 100
2: yeah, I I agree with you, especially when we're getting into now five, seven game series in the next round. Like you gotta be kind of careful with the bullpen. But I don't know, man. Like that's how it happens in the postseason. You know that. Like these managers, they always just say, you know, like let's just empty the tank almost every single night. They're willing to do that. And and you know, any sense that they have that there's some peril coming, it's like, let's let's go. Let's get into the pen. If you have guys that you like, which, like you mentioned, the Orioles sure do like their bullpen. Um, but I, I think Bradish deserves a, a big shout-out for you know how well he pitched today. He looked really, really good, like nasty stuff. Yeah,
1: I, I was mad at the Heen dog pull at first, A, because it was Heaney and Hicks, so fire me up. Uh, two last jerseys I bought in pinstripes. Um, but uh, Heaney isn't really stretched out. Uh, yeah, he, he's been a reliever. Yeah, his last six appearances, he's only gone over 55 pitches once. So uh, Heaney got them to a place, and how about him starting Heaney? Uh, you know, as we talk some managers, Boch goes with the Heen dog playing the lefty. Is that to mess with the Orioles lineup? You know, that moves Mullins down. We love him. It's also playing to that big left field, right? You're going to play your righties. Well, uh, it, we got a football field in left, so... Uh, bochi pressing some buttons there and uh he goes to his pen and it works out because again heaney not fully stretched out you got the dunning tag team Bradish I mean yeah he he gets through 82 pitches he he looked good except kind of that one inning they got got um and yeah they, they were excited to go to Coulomb who has been awesome to them this year uh, and they get him for Carter the lefty who has become an absolute problem in this postseason man I I mean you don't know what to do with it, and it's one of those, why can't you guys predict baseball, or, or why for years can't you predict baseball? I think that 21-year-old who just got called up is probably going to be their three-hole hitter tomorrow, uh, and he's barely been around the team. So it, it just shows the chaos of the postseason. And, yeah, they uh, Hyde looks like he went with the, like, let's get everyone's feet wet approach and let's not burn anyone out. So we have everyone tomorrow. We don't use our main dog and Yenny or Cano. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, this was, I, I think there was a little bit, and it's a topic of conversation that we've run in with the past two wild cards. Is there a rest rust conversation that comes with these wild cards? Cause outside of Santander, Saint- um, all the Orioles hitters were having kind of a tough time squaring it up. Um, But it's always – how can you do that in a one-game sample when the birds are in this game? That ball gets by Josh Young. We might be talking about another birds' comeback victory. So, I don't know. I I thought this was kind of good playoff baseball. I thought the crowd in Baltimore was awesome. And the Rangers' pen, it does their job.
0: I thought it was great And I think the Orioles are – the Orioles are way in it. Like, I like them – I still like this game to go five. I don't know. I think either team can win it. But I think there's just a – With runners on, they were swinging big. Uh, 2-0 counts. uh, 2-1 counts. They kind of expanded a couple times. Gunner, like Henderson getting thrown out. That was crazy to me. And you could see Hyde's reaction in the dugout just going, what the fuck? Uh, That was unnecessary. So, like, Orioles were in it, and this is a good game. I think the Orioles are a better team than the Rangers if they can, like, play not scared. But also, they can't use their bullpen every single night. Where the the... The Rangers, you need long outings, man. That bullpen is not going to bend and not break so many times. Like, Chapman was lucky as shit. I know what Chapman can pull it together, but that double play and then uh, that was Orioles should have scored there.
2: I mean, they've gotten the job done so far. Yeah, the bend don't break mentality for the Rangers pen, but that's kind of, that happens. We talked about it before the playoffs even started. Like, Sometimes guys will just get hot at the right time. LeClerc looks good back there, so you kind of have one guy that you know you can definitely count on. Um, Chapman's, gosh, man. I, I just don't get it sometimes when I watch him pitch. It's like, what's what's happening? Uh, but you're right, he gets the double play. That's great. Uh, a couple things I wanted to talk about before, then we should get to the gunner Henderson things. I think that's somewhat of a conversation. Number one, Evan Carter for uh, the Rangers, obviously a stud. Just looked it up. He's from Elizabethan, Tennessee. That is where the twins have their rookie teams. The first pro team I played on was in Elizabethan. So I'm like, hey, this guy might have been a fan of mine. You know? (laughs) Wow. He was two years old when I played
0: there. Yeah, but his parents brought him to a rookie league game.
2: Yeah, for
0: sure. The first ball he watched. Holy
2: gosh. Where are where were the twins at in this draft? By the way, you let this dude go to the second in a second (laughs) round to the Rangers. He grew up where you got a ball team. That guy's a stud. Um, the Henderson play, miscommunication, is what they're calling it after the game. And I don't. We talked about before the show. I don't really know what that means. Just you just went when you weren't supposed to go. That's the miscommunication, and you got to give. Big time props to Jonah Heim because I know he didn't get a great jump, but Jonah Heim not expecting anyone to steal in a, on a three-one count, right there. It's either like congrats to him or he was so happy when he saw Gunner take off. I think that might have also been it. Like, oh, bad jump! I'm gonna freaking hose you. Like, thank you for the free out type thing.
0: But that can't happen. Yeah, that, that just it can't. Yeah, Gunnar doesn't. I talked about this in the preview. The Orioles are really good at base running on batted balls. They're not the best stolen base percentage team. Uh, Gunnar Henderson has 10 bags on the season, three caught stealing, 77%. Not that high amongst, like, base stealers. But he's fourth in going first to third on a batted ball. So, I don't know. It just seemed like that wasn't. I mean, I was kind of shocked to give to give them an out when you, they're walking you, is wild. When you're young and fast, and you can see Hyde's reaction. So, miscommunication between Gunner and the third base coach, or um, miscommunication in the way that we didn't want him to go and he went.
2: I don't really know yeah i don't know if he got a sign like um, when you're on first base most of the time you're not getting the steal sign from the third base coach like he'll either come from the first base coach who comes up to you and says hey this guy's a this guy's a one five to the plate like let's go or you know he'll whisper some sort of action word to you and like you guys are mentioning uh with aaron boone you know they give the yankees three or four pitches to go like you have the green light for this amount of pitches. Like, it's something like that. So, like, the signs don't really happen too often anymore in baseball. Um, but um, that was tough. I, I agree with you. The Orioles were in this game, and it's. I think this is going to be a great series. It really seems like that. Kind of like knock on wood. Mm. Um, but that was tough.
1: I'm always open to something I'm missing, but I, I don't know, man. Trev, you just mentioned this dude was two years old watching you play ball in Friendsville, Tennessee, or whatever. Um, he's 22. He's gonna win Rookie of the Year. He got 10 swipes this year. I, I think he was looking at that stadium, saying, "I'm, I'm gonna get me that bag." Cause I, I, uh, I probably have a third of the confidence of Gunnar Henderson, which is way too high for me. And I was thinking that same thing, man. So um, I don't know. I, with that, there obviously comes the risk of getting that egg on your face, and it's gonna be interesting to see how, uh, how him and all the boys from Baltimore respond tomorrow. Like, all right. You got your at bats tomorrow. You you know there's no rest rest versus rust type thing. Um, but like, let's find out. Um, and again, I we we obviously overanalyze these games because it's what we got and it's playoff bat baseball. And when we shit on analytics teams throughout the year because they say the playoffs is a crapshoot, well. Uh, it's guys making plays in those games that matter. And uh, Texas made more plays today, man. I mean, Josh Young, that double play, that doesn't happen. Like, we're going to talk about a double play later with uh, our guy Trey Turner that, you know, those, in a five-game set especially, which why are these five games? Make them seven. You're out of your mind, baseball. Um Yeah.
2: This is the solution. Take away a few Monday games during the regular season, Monday, Tuesday games, and just add those games to the postseason. Seems like it makes a lot of sense. Evan Carter played in 23 regular season games, and here he is, like, star of the Texas postseason so far. I don't get it why all these young guys are just so comfortable and so good nowadays, man. They got a different mentality when they come up, and I think it's cool. I, I like it. It's 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 like they're there, they're ready, prepared, and I don't know what has changed in the game. It just didn't really used to be like
0: that. I mean, wasn't Freeze a rookie? I feel like the playoffs always has guys that come up and take
2: over. Don't you feel like guys that come up now? more often than not just kind of insert themselves into the big leagues a little bit more easy, easily. And I think that has a lot to do with like the changing of the guard in the clubhouses where it's like, you know, you want these guys. That's what everyone talks about, especially guys like in my position where it's like you were in the old school mentality, baseball, a little bit of the new school. It's like, you have to make that switch as a leader in the clubhouse saying like, right, we're going to make sure these guys are comfortable. Cause why would we want them uncomfortable playing major league baseball?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, little wrong, crowd because the Yankees rookies stink.
1: Dominguez so. pop. Um, yeah, I well, we're talking, we're seeing the two rookies of the year in this playoff. We're going to talk Corbin Carroll in a little bit and Gunnar Henderson. Yeah, dude, it's it's a whole change mentality because now that front offices ro- run teams, they know who they're invested in. I mean, Corbin Carroll's got 100 M's coming his way that if he's got some slapdick Trevor Plouffe in his third yeah. year at third base, <laughs> he's Fucking like, loser. I'm the captain now, dude. <laughs> like, you're out. Um, so yeah, these these guys are a incredibly talented, and b they're more empowered to to go get it. So, um, and and Jim, what Jim said is true too. I I think you see it in college sports when you see a sophomore at the end of the year, like you're not closer to a freshman than you're closer to like a junior now. Corbin Carroll, that guy that guy ain't a rookie anymore. Uh, Gunner
2: after today, I know people are asking questions,
1: but these guys are dudes.
2: I think last thing before we move on, you said Evan Carter is going to be hitting third for the Rangers tomorrow. Do you think Robbie Grossman's getting out of that three hole? He's, he's stuck there. <laughs> well, Robbie
1: Grossman's last four at bats were strikeouts. Um,
2: and I, I, don't, I, he's got one hit the whole
1: postseason. I, I think I complimented Bochi, uh, cause I was like, Hey, you know, Bochi old school, leaving the kids down in the lineup. He slid Carter up to five. He has another big day. I, I, if you're going to slide them up to five at this point, like, don't don't stop the bus.
0: One of these teams tomorrow needs to jump on the opposing starting pitcher, make them use the bullpen all out two days in a row. That'll be fun. Also, the Rangers just seem, and I didn't watch a lot of Rangers games all year, so Rangers fans, you probably agree with this. Um, they seem to excel at uh, cluster runs, big innings. Like, it just... Watching them at the end of the regular season and then against the Rays, it's like, and then this inning, like you said, it was the one inning for Bradish. It's just like, yeah, but it was just like, boom, boom, boom. It's almost like um, my, uh, my high school hockey coach, as soon as the other team scored, he would call timeout right away and just like fucking quiet the momentum and crowd. It's like almost as soon as you. Give up like a hit or walk or back, like go have a mound visit and just kind of like try to change the tempo because they're just boom, boom, boom. I did this on baseball today the other day. You, know,
2: This is the streakiest team in baseball. So, you know, you're going to get those big cluster runs. You're going to get the offense hot for time, like, you know, game on game on game. And then sometimes they're just not going to show up too. I mean, it happened all throughout the season eight game win streaks, eight game losing streaks. You know, I think I don't know what the math was, and I don't want to look it up right now because I'm tired, but there was, I want to say 13 to 14 different examples of four wins or four losses in a row during the season for the Texas Rangers. So they're prone to streaks. And if they're on a good streak during the playoffs, who's going to stop them? Probably the Astros. Hmm.
1: There was eight of the nine Texas Rangers had hits today. Um, three Orioles had hits. So, I, I don't know. I mean, dude, even the guys we don't talk about this team, Leody Tavares, Nathaniel Lowe batted seven, seventh today. Like, they're, they're stacked.
0: Next AL game, hmm. Astros versus Trev, Trev's Twins. Mixed feelings about this one.
1: Lost my spot again. The Twins would hope their playoff series win wasn't just a dream as they'd send the nightmare. Bailey over out to face, well, the nightmare that is the Astros. And no JV pitcher for Houston as JV takes the bump. Don't throw 1st pet pitch fastball to Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve, solo dong, it's 1-0, H-Town. Let me see your dong. 3-0, Houston. Abreu and McCormick, whoop 5-0 after 5. But these twins are different. Jorge Palanx, a three-run shot. And then the Rolls Royce comes out for special occasion. Just like that, it's 5-4. But Jordan was feeling sexy, so he goes pole dancing. Verlander, six shut, by the way. tanaris to Abreu to Presley. Houston wins 6-4 final.
0: Trev. Oh, take boy.
2: Yeah, you know, this one, you know, you got to give credit where the credit's due. The Astros came out and just did what they do. I mean, they really are the nightmare of Major League Baseball. They will scare you in your sleep. It's ridiculous. First pitch of the freaking game. My theory about short guys that can hit the high fastball is so true, except for you, Jake. You just can't hit my rise ball. Um, Check the stats, kid. First pitch, dude. And it wasn't like a baby Homer, this thing was a set the tone, no doubter uh you gotta figure though, so like you know I'm back and forth about this. You gotta figure that in that park, Bailey over throws ninety two miles an hour, he throws a lot of fastballs change up. you knew he was getting pumped by one guy at least your Don's probably gonna hit Homer, which he did um it's the what got me or what got the twins. Was the they couldn't capitalize on the first two innings, having Verlander on the ropes, getting base runners on two double plays, and you know, in crucial times. And you know, right now we got a couple guys that are banged up. Royce isn't really running that well, so he gets into a double play that maybe would have beaten now, but probably not actually. Um, that was it. Once you let Justin Verlander, you know, Hall of Famer, like legend walking Justin Verdener settle in. He's going to do what he did, man. Six shutty, you know, walked a few people early on, gave some hits up early on, but then just caught fire, man. You can't do that. You had to put up a few. Like You had to come out and get on top right away. Were you going to hold the lead the entire game? Probably not against the Astros, but you need to go set the tone. And look, yeah, if you would have gotten pushed one run across there in the first two innings, it's, you know, 5-6 is way different than 4-6 at the end of the game. You're looking for one swing in the bat there instead of having to put somebody on as well. A lot of things could have went differently, but in the end, it was the Astros just getting the job done, man. Like Jordan, uh, Caleb Theobar comes in, lefty-lefty. Uh, Jordan can hit anybody, doesn't matter. Like Lefty-lefty, what does that mean to him? But Theobar hadn't allowed a home run to a lefty all year long, and he has an absolutely filthy curveball. And Jordan doesn't care about any of that. Um, I like that the Twins had a little comeback there at the end. Polanco, everyone was taking great at bats. I thought it was hilarious that Wainwright was like talking about a Polanco's eyes. He's like, "Look at his eyes. <laughs> he looks like he's staring right through you." I was like, "That's kind of an insult, Adam." But okay, I get what you're saying. Polanco, great at bats. Um, you know, Royce does his thing. But in the end, it's just not enough. Dude, Presley looked filthy at the end there. Um,
0: Twins lose. Roll the fir- Twins lose. And the Astros look really good. I mean, and steelbar Bar not getting yurdon like, bringing him in for yurdon and him homering. I don't know. That's a bad sign of, uh, you know. Things to come. It's Jordan Alvarez. I don't worry about that at all, dude. He's going to get his. He is going to get his. Walk him then and don't bring in the lefty to then face the other guys after him. Because if he's not coming in to get Jordan out, then don't bring him in to get, then just walk Jordan. Well, there's four, there's three or four lefties in a row right there. That's why they brought him in.
2: It's Jordan, Tucker,
0: Jose Abreu, and then Brandon. Yeah. So I'm just saying you got to be able to get through that lineup, man. And they didn't. Like, they didn't. I know they got better pitchers coming, but... And then all their runs came off Neris, who just looked 2-0 fastball. So the bummer part is, Travis. the balls that they grounded in double plays in the first and second inning were 94, 95-mile-per-hour fastballs right down the middle. Yes. Like, they were Verlander being like, hey, throw a strike, old man. Good things might happen. And just giving them pitches they should be... Doing damage with and double plays. So that really hurts.
1: Seen this. I've seen this, man. I've seen yeah. Justin Verlander labor in the first couple innings. And if you don't get him, you get six shut. I've seen this. I've seen it regular season. I've seen it postseason. Why are we throwing a first pitch fastball over the plate to Jose Altuve in any game, never mind a playoff game? I've seen that too many times. Uh, Jordan is Jordan. I mean, that dude, I think he's like the best lefty hitter versus lefties ever, which, uh, the only caveat there is he's just as good against righties. So, uh, you know, he's, he's the bad man. I'm happy the twins got something going. Uh, you know, I know it's only against Narris but Naris has also been a guy for them this year. So you, yeah. you've at least planted that seed. You get Polanco who, I mean, you know, just through his whole Minnesota twins career has been kind of, uh, I don't want to say enigmatic, but they didn't, you know, he's played a lot of positions. Where do you put him in the lineup? Um, So for him to get on the board in that two hole, Royce Lewis keeps his good momentum going. Um, And yeah, I mean, for a game that was, uh, what was it? Five, nothing. Justin Verlander on the bump, throwing a tight game, like good on the twins for showing something. However, Um, you know, that fifth run scores, they cut it off and they get the out at third. It looked like it could have been a play at the plate. We see the catcher's reaction on that. You know, that's, could that have been an important run? Houston gets the insurance run with Jordan. Minnesota has a chance in the eighth inning. Correa's on third, less than one out. Uh, Walking around the base passes. Okay, Carlos. Um, And we don't get that run in. So like, you know, the Houston Astros, we've seen it for seven years now. If In the playoff baseball games where there's... If you got a chance to get a run across, run around third, you got to do that. Um, and you know, Presley did look gross because he's, you know, one of the coolest closers I think I've ever seen pitch. Like a true starting pitcher pitch mix that he can do whatever the hell he wants out there. Um, you know, if it was a one-run one run game, maybe each pitch feels a little different. You, you never know. But, um, hey, the Bailey-Ober-Justin Verlander game... I don't know. I, I don't think anyone's too shocked where it ended up and I'd figure it
2: out tomorrow. You can't make mistakes against the Astros. I think they're like the one team where that cliche like really, really holds true, especially in the playoffs. You have to play perfect baseball against them to beat them. You do. And if you, you know, don't get runs across when you have runners on third, less than two outs like if you make an error or you walk guys or it's you have to play perfect baseball the twins didn't play perfect baseball today they didn't uh, they had chances uh i'm not like defeated out of this series yet for my twins i still have a very good feeling if pablo lopez goes out there and, and wins a game in houston then you know we're talking about a whole new series going back to minnesota three game set you got two games at home like that's Kind of the position you wanted to be in. So you just got to gotta squeak one out here. Pablo needs to come on and have a really good showing. Twins didn't use really any of their high leverage guys besides Deal Bar. Uh, so like they're, they're all, it's, it's, tomorrow's a huge game. It's, it's a math. I guess, are they playing tomorrow?
0: Yeah. AL plays. Yeah. Who, who's they're pitching L's for playing. the Astros? I believe it's Framber. 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 So a lot of curveballs. And that means a lot of the good,
2: Minnesota hitters who we count on aren't going to be in the lineup either. So Julian will be out of the lineup. Kirilov will be out of the lineup, and Walner will also be out of the lineup. So we're going to get, you know, uh, Farmer's going to be in there. Willie um, Castro will be in there, and Donovan Solano will be in
0: there. Did you see uh, Verlander's first at-bat to Lewis? Maybe a second at-bat. Which, what, what about Just, it? Just like six curveballs.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, Pretty funny,
0: and I think his next at bat all fastballs. It's uh,
2: it's awesome to watch him like do his thing, dude. I was watching my father Burlander? Yeah,
0: my favorite yeah, pitcher to watch.
2: He's like, how he's been pitching forever. I was like, yeah, he has. I was, he's like, is he
0: still good? I said, like, yes, he's still very good, especially when you let him settle in a game like that. I was surprised they took him out. I didn't. I mean, I, I it, it, he was around his pitch count, but obviously Verlander was a little shocked too. Um, I don't think it mattered at all, but I was surprised. I was like. Every pitcher was so mad that they got taken out today. It's fucking grooving.
2: I thought I had something else to say about something. Okay. How about that? I thought I had something else to say about something. I don't remember.
0: Okay. All right.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, well, number one, Carlos Correa has plantar fasciitis, bro. That's why he's, you know, taking it, he's going gingerly around the basis. Number two, I think we got to mention, and for good and bad reasons, the Jeffers throwing out Jose Abreu play was pretty hmm. awesome if you're Jeffers and Correa, but really bad if you're Jose Abreu, right?
0: Like you just stopped. You thought the ball was wait, wasn't he either. baiting them to score?
1: No, that was not, that was the throw at third. There was a throw at second. Ball bounces away from Jeffers. Jeffers makes an athletic play on it. Correa plays dummy at second
2: base. Yeah, out. Wait,
0: I didn't see that. Let's see if we yeah. oh yeah, I was oh bouncing around. What?
2: Um, he uh he just sure basically went on a pass ball to second base and didn't think Jeffers would even try. So he like kind of pulled up short of second base. Jeffers ran, got the ball quick, hammered it to second. Correa just stood there, beaked him, and they fucking got him, man. It was bad base running, great play. Same, same.
1: Yeah, I think the only problem is uh, Jose Abreu is 36. He's got an MVP trophy, and he went one for three with a walk in this game and an RBI. So <laughs> I, th- I think if Houston loses this game, we talk about that play a lot, but I, I, think, yeah. th- I think they laugh. Hey, e- easy speedster. Get the next one tomorrow.
2: Put a freaking undershirt on, guys. Why does nobody wear an no undershirt on anymore? No nobody chance. Nobody wears undershirt. What about the nips, though? Yeah, what about them?
0: Oh, here out. it is. Watching it. Yeah, I had Watching flipped it. to the Phillies game at this point. Gore <laughs> is awesome. You like that? Yeah. Gray really is good,
2: man. And he played he played a good game today. You know, he got the lucky base hit off the bag. Um I don't know, He's a he's a he's a stud, man.
0: That's so cool to deke. Like you're not catching it. man. Twins
1: 1 right. for 12 with runners in scoring position Dude. today in the early action. My God. like
2: They weren't good in the wild card series either. Of runners in scoring position. They got they got to figure that out. That's obviously a massive part of the postseason is getting those timely hits, and they have not done it. They have not done it.
0: Let's move to the National League. Jordan Alvarez is three-dotting it. Yeah, he's really good. Braves-Phillies. The matchup on paper. The Phillies would
1: stride in to face Spencer and the division-winning Braves, but it would be ranger danger for them as Suarez got the pill for Philly. Like college, I'm scoreless through the first four, but when the pitch in the zone, Bryson pops it like he's st- RBI single, it's one nothing. Make it two as Bryce harps on one to right. Controversy in the eighth with some catcher on catcher crime. Real Mudo catches Murphy with his swing. Catcher's interference, 3-0. Hey man, talk about the Braves. All right, you wanna hear about the Braves? Suarez to Hoffman to Sir Anthony to Alvarado to Orion Kirkering to Strom to Kimbrel. And do not forget Trey Turner's double play Atlanta gets shut out at home for the first time this season and Philly snakes game one, three, nothing final.
0: I love this game for one reason. Trying to figure out toppers fucking puzzle. Like the gap. The gap to Kimbrel was awesome. Yep. Like, all right. So they've used Sir Anthony and they've used Alvarado. They got two innings and then Kimbrel, who's it going to be? And then like it was for a while. That was all I was thinking about. Like when Sir Anthony came out after Hoffman, I was like, whoa, whoa. Who else? I don't know if um, Phillies fans knew that Orion Kirkring was having this much faith put in him. He's, the, he's like their new high leverage guy.
2: I
1: tried
0: to tell you, and you yeah, guys like laughed new, at me. New is like new. I new. Did
2: I mean, dude, he pitch three games in the regular season. What do you mean? Like you tried to he tell us, dude? You? I said
1: that Phillies fans said they were hiding this guy, and you guys scoffed at no, it. And here no, he is, Jolly
0: All. You said, said Jolly told you that. Jolly and I still scoff that. at that from yeah, Phillies fans hiding man. this guy. He pitched Okay, then he why was he in are. the
1: situation? I'll let you guys thump around. Why is he out there? Because he's getting people out, Pop. Nobody's
2: asking what? why he's no one's there. saying
0: the opposite of that. And exactly. you don't know you anything
2: said. that we don't know. It's exactly. I'll say that right you now. Jo- you stole Jolly Yellow's bit, bro. It wasn't a yeah, bit, it was claimed- a
1: conversation on the stream, which we're doing every night. We'll see you guys at 8 p.m. tomorrow night mm. for Rangers Orioles. Mm. Kirkering, Kirk Ring.
0: He's good. Kirk Ring. Crazy that they pulled Suarez there. Like I don't know if that was necessary, but they said at the top of the broadcast that Topper told the crew, well, we have the day off tomorrow. And it was almost like because they had rest, he was like, so we're emptying it 100 percent. Ranger Suarez might gut punch Topper in the clubhouse, might walk past him and just like sneeze a fist into his belly. He was (laughs) (laughs) hissed. I don't blame him because if Trey Turner just grabs that ball and goes to first with it, yeah. I don't know who is running, but like I think he's out of the inning. And then does Topper even like does he still say, Okay, you got us through four, we're done? Or does Ranger start the fifth? I don't know. He was mad. It was funny. Topper believes in it, believes in those guys that he's got.
2: And, you know, if he thinks the matchup's gonna benefit him, I, I I don't think he does that with you know Wheeler probably or even Nola, but I, in his mind, I think he had it all along. So yeah, maybe, maybe he said Rangers four and that's it. Like we we got enough guys, enough bullets back there to get the job done. I mean, these guys plan these guys plan for so many different scenarios. You know, even before the game starts, I think Topper really liked this man. Philly's uh, Philly just has that feeling, dude. They do right now I mean you got Bryce doing it you got Trey Turner who my good friend Mark Simon put a tweet out saying was you know one of the one of the according to the defensive metrics one of the worst defensive shortstops uh going this year and the Phillies were not good at turning double plays during the year he turns one of the most beautiful double plays you're gonna see just an and and start with a absolute great turn as well because you got Albies running down the line um phenomenal dude that that made me get out of my off my seat and cheered a little bit for them right there that was pretty cool it's uh Bryce Harper says that's why you spend the money
1: uh, hey you mentioned all the guys in that double play Bryce Harper still playing first base like I know we I know we've processed it but like have we because think about how many times how many teams have tried to make Kyle Schwarber play first base his teammate and it ain't exactly clicked and Harper is making plays over there uh The Suarez pull sucked, dude. You got Albies out. Uh, But the bobble and the flip doesn't get there in time. They review it. You're pulled. Ozuna does have decent splits uh, that he is better against lefties. And I didn't like it at first because, Jim, I'm with you. Let's get the starting pitching brigade going back into baseball. Until I saw Jeff Hoffman. I knew he had broken out for the Phillies, but his pitches were disgusting. Uh, So, Topper pressed the button. He treated it. And this was what was weird because when we've been ragging on the wild card, none of the games had the back and forth or were like crazy close that we really saw playoff, playoff decision-making. And that's what we saw in this game. Like, pulling Ranger there, that takes some balls because if that decision goes poorly, it looks bad on you. Hoffman looks gross. He, He ends up playing the bullpen perfectly. And there's Philly. High stepping out of Atlanta again, they're gonna have a chance to close it out in Philly again.
2: I mean, I, I think a lot of the decision making you're saying like you're know, treating it like it's an elimination game or whatever. It's just the the fact that who's on the other side. I think they have so much respect for the Braves and understand what kind of team they have that if they if 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 they have a chance, you know, to step on what is it, step on your throat is that saying clavicle whatever you know what i'm talking about if they have a chance to put you down they're going to try to put you down because they understand just how easy it is for the braves to get back into games you know they have so many guys they can get you up and down that lineup are we going to talk about the
0: catchers harper where harper reached all four times so just to let you know
1: got to see some righties today
0: what do you want to talk about trev The catcher's interference i don't know people were so mad at that i already closed the case put my breakdown out catcher's interference confirmed yeah his bat hit the lace on the glove there's a double noise and you can see the lace flicker and per the rule the lace is part of the glove for catcher's interference so correct call on the field and i mean murphy didn't argue it at all so the way they
2: both reacted, it was like, oh, yeah, that was catcher interference.
0: Murphy, you can. I read Murphy's lips when he was talking to Castellanos, and he says, uh, I heard it. I didn't feel it, but I heard it. I never had it once happen to me. I never had a catcher's interference happen to me. I don't know if that's just something
2: to do with my swing You didn't swing have a deep swing. Whatever. I guess not. I need to get my fucking swing deeper. Get deeper, Trev. Uh,
0: um, Braves fans, don't throw shit on the field. And Phillies fans. Bad. And any fan. That sucks. Don't bring
2: Phillies fans into this.
0: No, I'm just saying it, it Braves fan did it, but the like Yankees fans have done in the past. Every fan base has done it, so they just did it tonight. Night, Minnesota. But my message goes out, out to all fans. Don't throw shit on the fields. Jeff Passon called them morons.
2: Yeah. You heard a little bit. Yeah. Game two too. Who. Who's the starters for game two it's Max Freed versus wheel. I think it's Wheeler. Yeah,
0: I think it's Wheeler. Yeah,
1: Fried
2: Wheeler. I mean, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Series you guys are most excited about, or are you still on the Rangers Orioles type thing?
0: No, I know this one has the most like national juice. I was, I was, you know, talking to people that are like not in the baseball weeds like we are. And I always love finding more casual fans. And, uh, they're like, yeah, Philly's Braves is the only, like, good series. And I was like, wait, I like – I was like, Texas, and 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 they're just like, eh, and I'm like, I guess you're right. You know, if you didn't follow them in the regular season, that does nothing for you. And then um, Astros twins – yeah, I don't know. Like, the people got twin – Astros fatigue and twins aren't, like, getting people's throbs yet. So I was like, oh, yeah, shit. I thought all four of these were awesome, but I guess – The casual, this is the one,
2: Phillies, Braves. Yeah, I mean, you know some of the people maybe in this. If you're a casual, obviously you know there's there's stars here, and that's what people like. Legit, legit stars.
1: It's the most high-end talent, and that's – Baltimore and Texas, I think, has the most opportunity for, like, crazy playoff baseball. Like, I think each of those teams can bang a five spot in any inning, um, and I think we're going to see that going forward. But this is – I mean, the last two – NL teams to represent in the World Series, right? Do I have do I have my years right? 22, right. 21, and like high end, high end star talent. Yeah. Should be seven. That's blowing my mind recently. Like this gotta be I love the games.
0: five game sets, yeah.
2: Gotta be seven.
0: It's tough. It's They're tough. Chaos. A
2: five game set is tough when you're coming off teams playing a wild card and like now like
0: the pitching is all messed up. I hate the wild card with like my whole heart. One game playing. If Gunnar Henderson deserve doesn't deserve to be watched a bunch.
2: <laughs> if Gunnar Henderson doesn't take off first pitch when he's on base for the first time tomorrow, I'm, I'm going to be pissed at him. Hmm. You got to just set the tone. Let's go. Make it right. Do it. I just, just combust. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you can also make it right at the DraftKings King sports book. We've been, uh, We've been placing a little cheddar during our live streams uh, and the DraftKings Sportsbook. You can bet $5 on baseball and you will get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Uh, Your boy might have put $10 with a a kicker, a a DraftKings bonus on the Phillies first baseman today. uh, And he hit a homer. So that was 10 for 70. So what are you? Waiting for. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Talk and new customers can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets for betting just five dollars on baseball only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Talk and the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus, ages vary by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. cdkngco dkng.co slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance, eligibility, and deposit restrictions apply.
0: Are you going to burn this game? One more note on Strider, since we didn't even mention his name. The lefties got him, and he didn't throw his changeup that much. You know, he's a two-pitch pitcher to righties, three brings the lefties, the changeup in for lefties. I believe Harper got first pitch slider. I forget what Stott got, but you know, looked really good. Like every time Harper got on base, he or got a hit, he just took all his frustrations out on Baum next. And I felt so bad for him. It was almost like uh shit Harper got on. Now I'm going to throw the nastiest sliders I have to the right, big tall righty, but he was putting up a fight in the dugout too, about getting taken out, which was funny.
1: Bohm Had a tough day strider, bad matchup. And, uh, yeah, he had a I think he had a double play ball that I was it was one of those when you don't see a guy play every day and you do that guess test of where they're gonna be down the line if they're gonna beat it or not. And uh Bohm was out by a couple steps and I was like, Oh, I didn't okay. I thought that was gonna be a step closer.
0: Yeah. Big. Game four. A little behind the scenes. Um, it's not over. So just getting started. 10 nothing right now. 10 nothing top 8.
1: Merrill versus Clayton sounds like two old guys who have been beefing in a podunk town for 33 years over nothing, but it's Kelly <laughs> and Kershaw who'd face off in the Snakes Dodgers DS and never mind the DS for LA fans, this game SD. The head of the yeah. snake Corbin Carroll RBI a man of faith Christian Walker RBI double Gabby Douglas Moreno flips one out of the park and Clayton wasn't long ago for this game as Evan gets his RBI double .1 inning six earned runs for Hall of Famer Clayton Kershaw my goodness three more in the second and it's time to stop the fight 10-0 in the eighth as we land right now Kelly to Mantiply. snakes baby
2: The D-S is S and some D. Tough. Can I read? Kershaw,
0: tough start. Tough start for Kershaw.
2: Okay, if we're going to talk about, like, A-Rod thinks everyone's tipping pitches. The first, let's just read exit velocities of the first several batters. 115.7, 109.6, 99.4, 105.7, 110.8. 96.7. 96.7. That's the first six batters of the game, dude. Oh, then a walk. And then Longo hits one 98.8 and then his day is done. Another I you got I, I, I'm sorry. Kershaw, I get that some of the pitches were in the middle and he's got a bad track record in the playoffs. But this screams to me like they had something. I mean, they were-
0: so they didn't eliminate any pitch. Does that change it for you?
2: I'm I'm just saying, when do you see that? It, either it was the worst outing, maybe in my God, I hate saying this because I don't want to jump on like the Kershaw postseason bandwagon. I'm not one of those people, but this is might have been the worst postseason outing of all time. So it's either that or like maybe they had something, bro. Ask longo. Well, he, they might have to face him again, so I probably won't. He won't tell me.
0: Yeah, I don't know. All the usual tells, which you've taught me, uh, yeah. aren't aren't there. Besides the exit velo, like they all, like Kershaw got swings and misses on every pitch, and he got swings on every pitch. Right. So Was unless this, they just a like bad outing, I don't know. I'm just saying he threw yeah. 14 sliders. He got swings on 10 of them. Three whiffs. He threw. Um, 17 fastballs. He got 12 swings. They were just fucking swinging. So that unless they're like crazy, I know what he threw. Two curveball. He threw four curveballs. He got two swings. So yeah, unless like usually when a guy's tipping, you eliminate yeah. a pitch, right? But that wasn't the case here. So I don't know.
2: I, I'm not saying – I haven't looked – I mean, I was watching the game, but I haven't, like, gone over the video and see and tried to pick something up myself. But, dude, I mean, I've never – I honestly, I've never seen a game like this. Like, ever. I know there's examples, people, in the comments. But, dude, like, it was nuts watching that game. It was shocking watching that game. Like, Christian Walker was up there, and he's got great numbers against Kershaw. He looked like he knew he was about to hit one off the wall, and he did.
1: The foul, like the foul balls were loud, man, like straight back or deep into the seats. It was, I don't know, man. It, it felt like a bizarro world, and you saw Kershaw, because um, any, any thought we're having, his brain's having him in a, at a million miles per hour. Him sitting on the bench with his, like, lion's mane look. That's tough, man. Yeah, it, whether you're the biggest Dodger hater in the world, or even if you're a Kershaw playoff stand guy, which, okay, that's good life to lead, Um, although his numbers are tougher in the playoffs. Um, Like, you got to feel for that dude in that moment. Like, what? Like, this is, you know, supposed to be one of the the last Kershaw-Dodger playoff marches, and here he is in game one again, um, and he's just getting lit up, and he's got to be going through it. Was I tipping? Do they have something on me? Or am I just getting hit? Like, that's even worse. So, um, I don't know, man. Uh, the, the snakes are are out and scary. And, whew, I, Bobby Miller tomorrow, like, he, he might start his next step to becoming a household name or uh, this Dodgers team that had a lot of questions about their rotation during the year uh, is going to be pointing at that saying, like, what what happened?
2: I got 20 balls hit over 94 miles an hour by the Diamondbacks. Slant. So maybe they're just on it and we need to give credit to them because I, I, I know that's what Diamondbacks fans are thinking right now. Like, Hey, wait, maybe we just crushed the ball today. Can you guys give us a little bit, you know, of respect? And they looked good and comfortable. And the thing that the one quote that got me during the game, and this is kind of all over uh, Twitter as well. Tommy fam had three hits before Miguel Rojas took a plate appearance, I believe. Yep. Let that marinate a little bit. Tommy Pham had three hits before Miguel Rojas even came to the plate. That's what kind of game it was for the Dodgers.
0: Yeah, well, what did Miggy do in his plate appearance? Well, I'm going to look right now. I don't know. He got a hit. I don't know if it was. You you a
2: hit. 2.5 a single. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean... Marte three hard hit balls, Fam four hard hit balls, Longo four hard hit balls, Carol Pretty crazy.
2: Hey, question for you two. Yeah. If James Outman catches that first ball, Oof. they could tell Marte hits. Now it was 150 miles an hour off the bat, whatever it was, and maybe they did have his his pitches, so maybe it wouldn't have mattered. Let's just say he didn't. They didn't have his pitches. James Alman catches that ball. It's one out, nobody on. Is it different? Is it different?
0: Well, it maybe it's less runs and Kershaw gets the ability to settle down. I believe he faced the Yankees and they tagged him like this in the first inning, which makes me kind of want to go look at his splits by inning. And then he like settled down and was fine, but they hit two homers in the first four batters or something when they were there. Against Kershaw, but then he was fine. So I don't know. Uh, splits do not share that story.
2: Um Gabriel Moreno.
0: Mm, you just give a little like mm, fucking
2: mm. praise to him. I am not concussed. Here's a homer. It's
1: pretty. Seven homers during the regular season. He's got two in the playoffs now. Two, yeah. Too, yeah. Uh, and by the way, he's <laughs> he's enjoying those homers too, because they're not <laughs> he doesn't have to run out of the box. He's hitting absolute nukes. It's um the snakes the snakes came out with some venom, shoots himself for that pun. Um, and Trev, I, I'll tell you what, like I, as a sports guy, I believe in the story of every game and stuff. Like Alman catches that ball. I don't know what happens the rest of the game, but it would tell a different story. And, um, God, I I don't know. I I think Dodgers fans, you just oh holy shit, clean wash this, huh? Um, and then
0: almost easier.
1: Yeah, you you've got enough dudes in that lineup. Like you think, you think Mookie, Freddie, Will Smith, Muncie, JD, Hayward, any of those guys are gonna be out there sad sacking it because they lost one game tomorrow? No. Um. Although they do have Zach Gallon waiting That's what for I'm saying. them.
2: Yeah, they have to f- get, face Zach Gallon. Uh. I don't know, man. That. Yeah. Clearly, they're just gonna try to wipe this. Dave Roberts, when he got interviewed by Lauren Shahadi during the game, was like, "Uh, yeah, we're just like trying to figure this out. Like, <laughs> Emmett's Emmett's gonna go five. Like, rookies gonna do that. We got a couple lefties coming in for a couple. Like, he was like, it was conceded. Obviously, they just were getting crushed. Um. The reason I bring up the Kershaw thing and, and you know, I think it I think it's the same way that Dodgers fans probably felt when Outman dropped that ball. Like you saw Kershaw's face and he was just like, Oh, like trying not to make a face but made a face. Uh I think in his head was shit. Like here we go again, maybe type thing. I know Dodgers fans were thinking that because I'm in a group chat <laughs> with a zillion Dodgers fans and you know, it just seems like it's gone that way too often. And now like I'm really rooting for him to get another start, uh, in this series and maybe he makes up for it. But that was it's that's a tough one. That's a tough one to like kinda like live down. I mean he's obviously a first ballot hall of famer, so he's like, Hey, talking head, shut up. But I mean, that's a that was a rough one. It's so turn.
0: bad you just wipe it. Yeah. You got Castro pitching now. Uh oh. Walks Mookie. Castro pitching on the mound wearing his leader hosen. <laughs> Could be. Could be. It if snakes. the Dodgers lose, what does that mean? They need a they need a, they need another ring. They want to brag about the one they got.
2: Mm. Oh, you're calling it a fake ring?
0: Yeah. Oh
2: my God. Farther we get they, away they, from that. Why? Wait, you can't. You can't say that, dude. That was the hardest most playoff games you ever had to win ever were during the 2020 season. So if anything, it was the hardest ring to win. What does sure. 60 game regular season have to do with anything? Well, well I would just, die on this hill. Don't, we can't start now.
0: Just like they should win like Talk one a and, little like, bit, fellas. Chop it up.
2: What does that even mean? 60 games. If we don't care about the regular season, you know, whatever. T, uh, the Giants win 107 games. Dodgers beat them in the playoffs. Uh, Braves win 101 last year. Phillies beat the playoffs. It's about what happens in the playoffs. And they won more postseason games that year than in history.
0: They won the World Series
2: that year. And why? is So why? Tell me. Explain to me. Give me one reason. Why that's not a legitimate postseason.
0: Well, there's like no traveling and no fans. And there was fans. The format was different. There and was came... fans. You guys were well, there, not... weren't you? We were there. Yeah, we saw the crazy play. Uh, uh, I don't know. The farther we get away from that season, the more like every time we're in the middle of the season, they're like, hey, this is when the playoffs started. I'm like, wow, that's silly. Uh, and the Dodgers are really good. So besides that, like early exits. It's like this would be their third or their second and early exit divisional series.
2: I mean, you basically say that about any of these teams that are going right now. I mean, the Braves have one World Series. You know, yeah. talk crap about them too.
0: They the good one.
2: You're never you're not going to win this one because that's it's just a ridiculous.
0: State well, I don't know if it's happening. a matter of winning because that's well, just my opinion.
2: I think
1: Dodgers fans and their team would love a World Series in a 162 game
0: season. Season. They'd love they, they love series one more so Jimmy can't World say series.
2: that. It has nothing to do with how many games in the regular season. It has nothing to do with that. Nothing.
0: Neutral side all do th- they won that year for sure.
2: What, home field advantage did what for them tonight they got my race in the first inning
0: i know they should they should request a neutral site hmm. maybe kershaw's not
2: you lost me he lost bad me. then nah, i'm calling oh
0: shut out gone
2: <laughs> they checked that 11 the
0: one 11 the two sorry 11 the two Play the games in
1: Pasadena or something? Is that between L.A. and the Snakes? I don't. I'm not good with Cali.
2: Pasadena geography. is very close to uh, where we'll the. Just go to San play Diego. Right okay. Bakersfield. Close. Rose balls in Pasadena. It's not a lot of people there, are going to travel right?
0: if it's in Bakersfield.
2: It's old money in Pasadena. Cool. Yeah, you'd fit in great there. <laughs> yes. You and Posh Spice.
1: <laughs> Anyone need their cans recycled? <laughs>
2: Now you guys made me mad at the end of the episode. Hey,
0: whoa. Just saying. I was
2: just a Dodger fan. Are... I moderated.
0: What's that? I'm not even a Dodger fan. You got me upset. All the Dodgers fans I know say what I said to me. They want another World Series. Every
2: fan says that.
0: They want a real one where they What didn't you want one too? I want one terribly. Yankees stink.
2: All right. Well, one no more and we don't even have to tomorrow. play the game. So I guess my
0: main point, Trev, and this has been my point against that Dodgers and the Astros for people that haven't listened to all this. The Astros are built for the postseason. The Dodgers are built for the regular season. And if they lose in the divisional series here, like I feel like it's push come to shove Explain a little bit. That where to me. Ha-
2: Explain that to me. You, you can't just say that. Give me a reason why the Dodgers are built for the
0: regular season,
2: but not the postseason.
0: I think I like the way the Astros are built on con on contact hitters mainly, not on base percentage hitters. But like they put the ball in play, hitters is the main thing the Astros like. I think the Dodgers like on base percentage more and slug, and I think that the Astros always put in the ball in play, and then they do have sluggers. But even their sluggers are like that's what their Astros war is. It also feels like that Dodgers subscribe to the same shit. That the Astros and the Yankees subscribe to, which is some philosophy somewhere that leads to just a fuck ton of injuries to your pitching staff. And you're always going into the postseason a little shorthanded. Those three teams all suck each other off whenever they talk about analytics. And they all do that.
2: Dodgers are above league average or like better than most teams in strikeouts. They were the, they struck out the like eighth least of any team and they had a higher slugging percentage than the Astros did this year. So
0: well I know they like slugging percentage, but the strikeout thing, this is a new Dodgers lineup, so I'm not that familiar. But in general, I think they've always been like their rotation is always great. And then come postseason, it's like, wait, who's their third? You're just you're just blaming Kershaw basically. I don't know. Maybe maybe then don't have Kershaw be your one. I don't I love Kershaw though. Olivia so. asked
2: me that today. She goes, "Why don't they just not pitch him?" I said, well, "It's kind of more complicated than that. You can't <laughs> just like not pitch this Hall of." Go tell picture. him, Liv. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did not know this and I don't know if you no one cares. I just like, think like, the, the, the Phillies and Astros are under
0: this year. What's that?
2: Yeah, J.D. went off. Like sneaky 3000 yeah. season.
0: Yeah. I would the mention the
1: Dodgers platoony type stuff um, for part of their lineups, where the Astros roll the same guys out there. But if you have awesome guys, I mean, you just roll out the same guy. So that's yeah, that's, that's, that's the a race Philosophical. Too, also, their front offices the are Dodgers mirrored.
2: Had Jordan huh. <laughs>
0: That'd be crazy. Just a thought, anyway.
2: Alright. You know, what? I like I like getting fired up late at night mm. about stuff like this. Stuff that I really don't care about, but
0: if the Phillies go on a deep run, I might start looking into what they're doing different than all of the Br- Rays spin-off teams.
2: All hot guys.
0: Marbles.
1: Trev, Ooh, there was one know. big learning uh in the live stream tonight. Okay. All the fellas said that Alex Kiriloff Hot, yeah,
2: whoa, yeah, uh, (laughs) like like a good looking guy. I wouldn't give him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw hot on him, okay, but like great guy. I mean, that I'm not trying to bring him down, sure. You know, you put him next to JT Ryomuto. I don't know, I don't know about that. There's a lot of hot guys in this world, although he does have a little Jack Flaherty in him. I've told him that before, he does have a little Jack Flaherty in him. Does Eddie Julian's good guy, bad haircut, <laughs>
0: real bad haircut? <laughs> it's
2: a horrendous haircut, yeah.
0: Not a great name, too. Like, yeah. I see him leading off, and I'm like, this isn't a flashy leadoff name. You like, I feel like you like you him as a hitter. Have you watched a lot of him? No, pay attention to him
2: next, uh, like whenever they play tomorrow, just try to like watch his at bats. I think you'd really like him. I think he's okay. a James O'Brien type guy.
0: Okay, <gasps> I'll do that. Janu- Go Twinkies!
1: January fifteenth episode. Trevor Plouffe, all ja- <laughs> James O'Brien team. I'm in, I'm I in can on do that. that. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're I'm right. in on i that. Can I think that. Jimmy would like. Cedric Mullins right. is in. Cedric right. Mullins. Write that down. First pick. He's <laughs> lead Is that
2: your first uh, first love, Cedric oh. Mullins? Right now,
0: I like watching Cedric Mullins play a lot. I feel
2: like he's like your favorite player right now. That's but I, th- I I not There's
0: two different things. There's like like watching him play or like like his look. Because corbin carroll's putting that divide to the test in an unimaginable <laughs> ways.
2: Pound for pound I see strongest guys in Ron Darling action. said. What's that? Ron Darling called him the pound for pound strongest person in the big leagues. I don't know how you figure that one, but okay.
0: You weigh everyone.
2: I love
1: reading Trevor I mean, Blue stuff. He's got a lot of good takes.
0: That's that's out a out good that's butt. a good
1: point, James. That's
2: a new that's shush that's a new one for our our statistics page. We can do everyone we weigh them and then somehow divide it by their slugging percentage and bam, pound for pound. Yeah. I mean I like how much is Corbin Carroll? He's got a lot of good takes. Thank you.
0: Corbin Carroll weighs 165 pounds. So that's no one way, that's dude.
2: 155.
0: No, no, more.
2: Trev, have I stood next to this him, guy bro? at the all star game. I stood next to You think he weighs 155? party? All right, more. He, this guy's bigger than you think. It's five, ten, Jay. Like five ten, Jake. He was 155, one fifty five. He'd be five a ten. Have three. we ever
1: talked about lying about heights on this
2: show? Dude, I think he's taller than oh, yeah, five, five ten. ten. I stood next to this dude, and he—I was like, "Oh, you're bigger
0: than I thought." I didn't. Dude, one hundred fifty pounds would be very small. We're talking about they the they pound have pound muscle. Pound champ, dude. Yeah, what Mookie bets? I'd probably give it to him right now.
1: Mookie's in. Mookie's in the game. Maybe a young Mookie. Oh, give me who's
0: like a
2: tall. A lot sco- of homers
1: bet. this year. L2. Mookie He's Betts listed
0: 59180. All-Hammer. Um <sighs> Jose Altuve listed 56166.
2: Believe. We're going to we're going to have somebody if you wanted to do it in the chat, you can, or the comment section, you can, but I think we got to do that.
0: Weight, Slugging divided by amount, weight.
2: Yeah. Figure it out. Big boy, sorry, you're not gonna. You're out on this one. This is for this. This is for the little dudes.
0: Or you do like the fattest dude with the least slug.
2: Yandy Diaz used to be that guy. Big guy, no slug. Now
0: he's everything.
2: And it, he was a launch angle issue. Just he was banging him oh, okay. into the
0: him ground. And, him and Eric, him hard. I have a candidate for the other one. I won't say it.
1: Stay tuned. A lot of content this offseason. And subscribe. We're so close to 100K. You listen this far. My God. Don't subscribe unless
0: you really want to, all right? Fair. See you later, alligators.
1: Alec Thomas.
2: Chick sucks. Get Jake McCarthy, Alec Thomas, and Corbin Carroll confused. All the
0: time. Corbin Carroll's the one. I have
2: all those young lefties.
0: That looks like a dickhead dad from the late '80s. Nobody does
2: it. Oh
0: That goatee? That screams like bad dad early '90s.